Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round three recap for this week's 3M Open. And joining me to break it all down, it is the coach. What's up, coach? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I got one word for you today, Rick G. Disaster. And that's what we're calling the 18th hole today. Holy smokes. Do they have played any longer this afternoon? My oh, my goodness. God. What's up, no, man? no. The final group took about 40 minutes to play the 18th <laughs> hole and messed up the whole evening. But before we get to the carnage, let's start with the good scoring that we had out there. Because there, there were some certainly low scores. Keith Mitchell gave us a little bit of, uh, you know, an ear perk this morning. He birdied seven holes in a row to start his day day the round of the day was Bo Hostler 65 so if you were able to avoid the carnage at 18 that we're going to talk about I mean there, there were some opportunities out there to really get moving on moving day yeah there's no question I really think that uh, a lot of if you watch PGA Tour live early this morning uh, the wind wasn't nearly as bad as it was Rick as we got later into the afternoon and rarely do you ever see a hole that on Thursday was the third easiest hole then you flip it around and all of a sudden it's yes. the hardest hole and a par, you never see a par five that plays a, a half uh, shot over par. But some of the, the the scores that you talked about, they're playing they're playing both tees today because they had to play uh, start a little bit later. But yeah, Hostler now is in 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 ninth. But then he had like Soon Kang and went from tied for twenty sixth to tied for sixty seventh. I mean, it was crazy. The guys, the volatility, those who moved up. And if you shot a seventy or a sixty nine today, you weren't moving up on the leaderboard. It took sixty sevens, sixty sixes to really get up there and be in contention for tomorrow. The carnage at 18, you you alluded to this. It, it Not only is it rare for a par five to play a half a stroke over par, it was the hardest hole on the golf course, but a hole that on Thursday was one of the easiest holes on the course. I mean, for this to kind of flip, it's not only jarring, but you wonder how it's going to set up for Sunday because that's the hole that a lot of this is going to be decided on. <laughs> Yeah, I love the fact that CBS showed the graphic about uh, on the last uh, last season, most holes in – or excuse me, most balls in the water on any given hole. And the 18th on this golf course is by far – and it's not close – has the most balls in the water because of how far the water comes in on the drive. It's about the drive, which I think it's a, it's a brilliantly designed hole because if you hit it on the left side of the fairway, you've only got maybe what, Rick? Maybe 20 or 25 yards to hit it into. And if you hit it too left, it's in the rough. you got to lay up. If you hit it too right, uh, unless you're Gary Woodland, then you're going into the water. Uh, but it's a brilliant hole. And then you can be like 230, 240 out. But then you've got to hit a wood onto a green. There is no running it up onto the green. You've got to carry the full length of the water onto the green. So if you don't hit two great shots, then you can bring bogey or so much worse 
into play. Uh, if you missed that, Coach said, unless you're Gary Woodland, uh, who actually hit it so far <laughs> right that he was – that was the short way in. That was the good way. He was right hey, of the lake. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you, you got, you've really got to have a very, very dialed-in banana fade with your driver because <laughs> he hit it, as you see on the screen if you're watching on YouTube, to about a 10-yard uh, place to the right of the water that the classic – uh, announcers as they go, I don't believe I've ever seen somebody over there. Well, no, we haven't. Just like Rory at Augusta National. We've never seen anybody over there at uh, at this course, but it was kind of cool. And then the way he had to walk to the green, he walked on the right side of the I water know. instead of on the left side of the water. I thought it was pretty cool. Then he had a great interview uh, afterwards um, and, and was really very thankful to have uh, things play out the way he did. He had a great look at birdie, missed it. But at least he had a par, which most guys that go in the water, you're, you're talking a bogey or worse. Yeah, absolutely. Well, our uh, 54-hole leader is Cameron Tringale. And, uh, you know, Cam Tringale, coach, has this very rare distinction. It is the fact that he has won more money of anyone on tour without a PGA tour victory, which don't get me wrong. It's a lot of money. It's like 14 million bucks. It's a lot of great results. He's played 306 PGA tour events, but has yet to hoist a trophy. I imagine that's going to be in his mind as he goes to sleep tonight. Well, there's some people out there this week that apparently have him as their best bet. Uh, what the best bet is, I'm not quite sure, but some people out there have him as a best bet. So uh, somebody was locked in on him this week, uh, but I would really say that it's Tony Finau because Tony Finau's victory wasn't even the continental United States. But for semantics, you are absolutely correct. And what I think the problem uh, is, is you know how I feel about guys with lack of a killer instinct. Guys that when they step on your throat, they keep the foot there until they finish. Then they help you up and say, nice game, nice round. I'm taking the trophy home. He doesn't have that. He's way too nice. He, he, He's one of those guys, he's very religious. He often uh, will tweet out uh, religious things, which is okay. My dad's a United Methodist minister. I'm very religious. But you got to be able to have that switch. you got to be able to turn it on and off. When you're out on the golf course, yes, it's about etiquette. It's about doing the right things. But it's also about winning. Because eventually the money doesn't matter because you make so much, you live comfortably, all of that. But he needs to start winning. And now tomorrow is a great opportunity. Does he have the killer instinct, Rick? Or does he not tomorrow? We will find out. He's also from your neck of the woods, coach. He's there in Southern California, right? Uh, just a few yeah. miles away from hey, you. Miles from me. Yeah. 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 Uh, the it's not going to be easy because there are eleven golfers within two shots of the lead. Some more experienced than others. Gary Woodland, obviously U.S. Open champ, he is in chase. Mav McNeely looking for his first victory on the PGA Tour. Coach, I think this thing, and we'll get to the William Hill odds in a second. You know, I, you kind of earmark McNeely, a guy who's been playing well. You look at Champ, who had a, a good start to John Deere, and he's won twice. Is there, Are there any of these chase pack guys that stand out to you? So somebody on Twitter tweeted out, this is the first time in four weeks that I have not played McNeely to win. And if he wins tomorrow, then the golf gods owe me a Siwoo Kim victory next week. I thought <laughs> it was funny. And that's how exactly how I feel. The last three weeks, I've had a winning ticket on McNeely because he's really trending in the, in the right direction, very quietly, under the radar. He's very unassuming. But how can you not look directly at Gary Woodland, who said after his round today that he's starting to get good vibes out there. He's starting to get good feels out there without uh, taking into account the tee shot at 18. But also Cameron Champ. He seems very, very confident. 
for a guy who hasn't played very well this year. But you look at the last couple of weeks, all of a sudden he's playing well, right? He's playing well. So then you go down a little bit. Jimmy Walker, he's a major champion. He is outside the top 300 in the world, and he's two back. But I have my money literally on Roger Sloan, who had a share of the lead for most of the front nine today. And the reason I played him, I had him 16 to one today, starting one back is because he had a very, very confident interview Thursday after his round. He said, listen, I'm getting there, and I belong here, and I can be competitive with these guys. And he's got a little bit of an arrogance to him, which I love. And so for me, I'm going to put my finger on Robert uh, Roger Sloan. He started today two back in that pack of minus 10 guys. Uh, we'll pull up the board in a second, but our friends over at William Hill have met 22 to one for Roger Sloan. I do love the cam champ stuff. When he gave the interview that said, I'm playing the best golf of my life coming off of five consecutive missed cuts. <laughs> Listen, if that's what it needs, if you got that confidence, I'm, I'm all about it. Ricky Fowler was playing confidently on Saturday coach. He went out in 30. That's five under. He made another birdie at 10. He got to the lead and then the wheels fell off. Bogey on 13, bogey on 14, the triple on 18 he is now in a tie for 29th but this could have been a really big week for ricky it could have been i mean he and this is why i say fade ricky fowler a lot of people love to come at me in the second round maybe the start of the third round the last few weeks oh ricky's playing great i'm like wait till the end of the round because he always seems to do this he figures out a way to screw up what would have been a fantastic round. When he was at 10 under par tied for the lead, five under through his first, what, eight or nine holes, I thought this could not only be special, he could be positioning himself to get that confidence back, to get that swagger back. And then, as you mentioned, the bogeys, then he gets to 18. And instead of playing the smart shot, he laid up, which is what he's supposed to do. And then, then he took a, a long time to figure out which wedge he, want, he wanted to play. Why did he do that? I'm going to tell you why. Because he was trying to hit it to the hole instead of doing what he should have done, take his medicine, hit it past the hole. And if you want to suck it back, okay, but never bring that front water into play. He chunks it. It's short in the water. And now that big, uh, what was it, triple bogey on, on 18. And that really took him out of contention for the rest of the tournament. Sometimes you have to take your medicine, hit it to the right parts of the, the green. And I think right now, he, Ricky is pushing so much. He wants to be great again so badly that sometimes he's not playing smart golf, and that's costing him every single tournament four to six shots. Well, Rick, what does that do in a tournament? It turns a top 10 into a just a made cut. That's what it does. Out in 30, in in 40. That is not the recipe for success. No. No. We've talked about a few of the odds so far, but we're going to take a look at the big board via our friends at William Hill. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up to me, and I know it can be confusing, the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple, and that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I 
can attest to that myself, especially when walking a, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. And we're back. William Hill has assigned Cameron Tringali, the guy who has never won on the PGA Tour, who has one shot lead going into the final hole as the favorite coach. He is three to one, but the chasers are plentiful. Gary Woodland, five and a half. Maverick McNeely, six and a half. And then you have them lining up at 14 to one. Charles Schwartzel and Cameron Champ among the likes. I'm not sure if I can get to Cameron Tringali at three to one, especially with so many guys uh, trying to chase him down. I think it's 11 within two. Are there any besides Roger Sloan that we should be given a circle or a gold star heading into the final round? Uh, absolutely. There is um, four back Louis Oosthuizen, who we know can go very, very low. And I'm assuming the numbers would be good on him. 33 to one. What is it? 33 30, to one. 33 to one. Okay, so so to me, that's worth a little sprinkle. Uh, and then as I go up, you can't play Trinugali three to one. And it's not just because it's three to one, but look at the history. How long has he been on the PGA Tour? How long has he been out on tour? Uh, a while. A while. <laughs> a while. And yet, no W. So are you willing to bet three to one on a dude that's been out there for what probably 10 years? And all you're going to get is three to one on your money? Why would you do that? That'd be a dumb play. Don't do that. Uh I would probably play McNeely because I don't trust Woodland to have four really good days, even though he says he feels great. McNeely is the one that's really trending. And the one who never cares and who never wins but could win tomorrow is Pat Perez. Uh, but I'd probably put my money on McNeely and Champ, to be honest with you, in addition to the ticket I already have. Yeah, I'm holding 150 to 1 ticket on Camp Champ, so I'm not trying to get too excited oh. just yet. Mr. Coach, I'm not, I'm not. Is this the second time this year that you've gone into Sunday with a legit chance at a big time payout? What was the other one? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, there was like 110 to one. Who was that? Somebody recently. I don't think yeah. I got much of a sweat on Sunday, but that's usually what happens in these situations. <laughs> so, so I, I, I do like Champless and I like the confidence. The McNeely thing's really interesting. Not only is he six and a half to one, not only has he been playing well, but he has not had that really low round yet. 67, 67, 68. He's just been solid. The advanced metrics are kind of uh, pointing in his favor. I, I believe that is where I would go on this Sunday evening. I would grab Mav McNeely at six and a half to one. And and also here is if you want to if you want to back Cameron Champ here's a great stat for you he's minus ten for one of the longest dudes on the PGA Tour he is minus one on the par fives this week minus Ooh. one he said after his round today he goes if I can just clean up the par fives I can win tomorrow minus one on the par fives take that into account I think I think that ticket's going to be a live ticket. Come to back nine tomorrow. I really, really do. Don't be afraid. Just go out and do it. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Go do it, Cam. I love it. Uh, all right. That'll do it. We'll be back after round four of the 3M Open to break it all down. And then, of course, ooh, Olympics are coming up. That'll be fun. Uh, but love, for, love it. it's, it's the best. But for now, let me thank producer Jacob. Does all the hard work behind the scenes. That right there is the coach. You can find him on Twitter at the coach rules. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. And we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.